0: Hello and welcome to another Octal FM soundbite. I'm Jelana. And I'm Sefran. And we're having a chat today because uh, Epic Games have released a whole load of stats about mm. 2020 and how they've done uh, with their Epic Games store, which mm. hasn't really been around that long. I feel like maybe like two, two or three years now, like yeah. properly. In the grand scheme of things not very long compared to steam or even some of the ones that everyone kind of hates like UPlay play or ea whatever the ea one is yeah yeah or you know things like that and i think a lot of people in our demographic know the epic game store primarily for releasing free games um, yes they released 103 free games last year which is pretty crazy i think that's two a week on average yeah exactly the total worth i guess at like rrp is like over two thousand dollars but also another demographic, no Epic Games and the Epic Games store primarily for Fortnite. So you've yeah. got these kind of two competing things um, and they've been doing pretty well. They've, they've had a pretty good 2020. In terms of like users, like active users, it's massively up. Like daily actives is like almost double what it was the previous year. Monthly actives is up from 32 million in 2019 to 56 million in 2020. Mm. This is so many, that's such huge that's a numbers. Lot of, it's, a, huge numbers.
1: Big, it's a big jump. And it's interesting to think like, I don't think there's going to be a massive increase in the number of Fortnite players no. specifically, because I imagine a lot of people that were playing Fortnite then are probably still playing Fortnite now. And I don't imagine there's been a huge growth in that really. Like you'll have some drop off and some gain, mm. obviously, but maybe not a great amount of growth. Mm. So those new users are more than likely
0: not there exclusively for fortnite no absolutely and you know 750 million copies of free games were claimed uh, which is a massive number Hmm. Uh, interestingly looking something they didn't share but i went and had a look was that revenue from the store isn't really up it's just at the same point so 2019 was about 680 million dollars in sales and about 250 million of that was third-party games. So that gives you an idea of just how big Fortnite is. Because yeah, uh, like they don't, Epic don't have that many games, right? <laughs> like, no, not not any games that they
1: can claim as their own exclusively. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So ev- even games like that they make specifically for themselves are not really doing as well as something like fortnite
0: but then in 2020 the numbers haven't really changed it's like 700 million total and 265 million on third party so like Mm. you know 10 20 million growth so i guess their growth in users really is primarily from either free games like fortnite or from the free games that they've given people given away yeah uh and so it's not really surprising looking at their strategy and thinking about those numbers that they're going to continue the free games into 2021 and all the way through 2021 because they must be thinking okay well let's keep cranking up these numbers um because we're getting more and more eyeballs on the store um and let's see if we can get that revenue up because to have your like daily actives double more than double but your revenue not really change, basically, is kind of an interesting situation to be in. I guess this is because they are in a unique position to their primary competitor, which is Valve
1: with Steam, is that they've got Fortnite to kind of fund this. Yes. Because Fortnite is going to make the money hand over fist in microtransactions. Yeah. So they can afford to pay developers and publishers for the ability to give their game away for free for a period of time because i imagine that's quite a hefty amount of money that epic then have to pay the developers to go here's some money to counter the fact that people got your game without
0: paying for it yeah presumably i don't i would be interested to find out actually i'm sure somewhere there's like a you know a developer or publisher or whatever talking about what's involved because i don't actually know and maybe it's different i guess also it's probably different for every game Hmm. you know if you have a high profile game that's selling well then you probably expect some money from Epic. But if you have a smaller game, then you probably... Don't like they probably you may maybe even the other way round you may have to actually pay epic Epic to to get your game noticed by people for a short period of time by so many people yeah yeah you know they have a sort of interest you know interesting potential there of sort of being kind of like a tastemaker in that way so I suppose epic have to play catch up with getting
1: people on board and using their platform as like a primary store Mm. whereas Valve are already there just because of how long they've been around they're pre established so epic using Fortnite as basically like a launching pad. To grow that mm. user base and then yep. just even if it takes them five years to get that user base to start using them as a storefront rather than right. just a place for free games in Fortnite, it's worth it to them to be able to catch up with Valve.
0: Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I didn't actually pull up any stats on how much revenue Steam, you know, Steam took for Valve, but I imagine it's more than Epic. And I think that as a gamer, you know, I think my initial sort of thought about Epic, the Epic game still was like, oh it's kind of annoying, like if there's because they, were I think they sort of lost a lot of favor by having by like um seizing exclusives um, yeah, and yeah, releasing yeah. a lot of timed exclusives and people being like oh, that's really annoying that you're making me buy through your platform yeah if or i have to wait six months to buy it on the platform I want. yeah like people especially pc gamers i don't think particularly like that um compared to console gamers that are a bit more used to it hmm. and so i guess releasing free games is kind of a way to sort of try and give back and appeal to piece to that sort of pc gamer demographic yeah, but I think that in a way, we're kind of really, really lucky that Steam, for all of these years, Valve has never really made a douchey move with Steam no, they've, particularly. They've been a pretty decent company for the for the consumer. Like there's obviously story there's obviously bits and pieces that they've not done right and not handled correctly over the years. But by and large, you know, Steam have never gone. You now need a subscription, or yeah. we're not doing sales anymore, or jacking yeah. up all their prices just for the hell of it. Like they Jack had, the had price a complete monopoly. Saying, oh, you can get like thirty percent off if you subscribe for like you know right. ten dollars a month or something. Like they had a complete monopoly. They could have done anything, and they were essentially the only place that people would go. And maybe if they did something evil, people would have swapped. But what would they have swapped to? Well, you didn't have for a, a lot long of time. Choice. There wasn't any
1: other options really, because yeah. like like you said, there was the publisher-specific services like play and EA Origin. But again, those services are very limited to what games they offer because they offer only games from those publishers, whereas exactly. Steam is everything. And as a result of it being everything, every company wants to have their game on Steam yeah. as a result. So yeah, right. they, they, they easily could have gone the way of an evil corporation. And, yeah, But like you say, for the most part, I don't feel they did anything intentionally terrible. Yeah, um, exactly. Made some mistakes maybe, but certainly nothing like particularly anti-consumer. Right, Um, But that's not to say that I don't also welcome competition for them because it'll just increase their incentive to improve their services, reduce prices, increase sales. Like I would love to see Valve maybe in future doing something similar, like offering free games or Mm. even offering like free game trials or something like 20 Mm. hours
0: on this game or something, you know. Right, exactly. And I think that now we've got a bit of a safety net, which is the threat of the Epic Game Store Mm. for Steam. It's kind of like they now potentially, if, if if Epic Games keeps growing, they will eventually... I don't really think that at the moment they're like taking a slice out of Steam. It's probably more additive. Like people are just probably spending more money. Yeah, you're probably money. right, yeah. Um, but you could get to a point where people are buying from Epic instead of instead Valve. Because yeah. I
1: mean, there's, there's going to be quite a large proportion of younger PC players. Like We were saying that a larger reason we continue to use Steam is not necessarily because mm. it's the best service. I mean, I personally believe it is but it isn't necessarily that it's just because all of our games are there and we've always used it for the past like 13 years yeah whereas there's going to be a younger demographic of pc players you know your 13 14 year olds playing Fortnite who are going to grow into sort of 16 17 year old play people who buying making their own pcs like we did at that age and going well i use epic yeah. you know and that's just the site that they use and the storefront that they use and over time that will grow and grow and grow and people will be like yeah i don't need to use steam
0: Yeah, exactly. So I don't think, yeah, there's no big shift in the next like two years, but maybe looking further ahead to sort of five, 10 years, we may see this landscape be quite different um, in, in PC gaming. It'd be interesting to see what happens with
1: Epic if anything ever drastically changes with Fortnite. Like, mm. sooner or later, the Fortnite bubble will burst, right, in terms of popularity. Mm. Something else will come along which is going to kind of like trumpet, that you're going to take away quite a lot of the the younger fan base that is the most active uh, vocal advertising agents or effectively. effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, and then seeing what happens to Epic as a result of that. Like, can they sustain that business model without the the Fortnite prop
0: do they have to make a sequel right like is there Mm. something like that you know where they like they must be thinking about this that must be part of the play with the store right is to kind of reduce the risk of i'm sure it's probably in their investor report is that like Fortnite is just a risk of it's like like propping you up kind of thing yeah yeah yeah. yeah. but yeah so it's a it's an interesting thing but yeah the stats are just kind of yeah it's, it's crazy to see you know like so many people Um, It is also crazy
1: to think that for such a long time, for such a large part of the gaming community, because like PC gaming is, is, you know, not the biggest part of the gaming community outside of the consoles, but it's still a very significant aspect of it. And yet, for the most part, we've really only had one option for many years now to buy games. Like, obviously, there's other services, like you mentioned, uh, GOG, for example, Good Old Games, Mm. and and the sort of things like Humble Bundle, kind of, but again, they use keys for things like Steam. Mm. Um, So... For, for like 10 years for only really have one marketplace really like some games still release physical versions but even then you often have to mm. install the like developer or publisher specific storefront to be able to install it in the first place mm. and yeah
0: like it's crazy to think that up until this point we've not really had any competition yeah i guess my one parting thought about epic um is its ownership over 50 percent of it is owned by tim sweeney the okay. founder, but yeah. the rest of it is owned by Tencent, the Chinese. Yeah. Um, so that's the only interesting thing maybe in mm. the future that we'll see, where you know Tencent have got a forty percent stake in Epic Games, which is kind of an interesting thought. um But yeah,
1: yeah, it's inter- but quite interesting to maybe do a deep dive into like steams ownership like Mm. where where valve is owned by um you know who who owns what and i've been to see where it goes from there like i I want it to grow and i also want other services that maybe aren't necessarily attached to a gaming company except you know pre-established you know have like a separate freestanding game front Mm. of some description maybe that's where GameStop's going after
0: all of this yeah that's what it's gonna be we're gonna have game the GameStop store online store exactly. you could do maybe know. maybe
1: but we will definitely continue to follow stories such as this and similar stories in the future on another episode of soundbite but until then i've been sephran
0: and i've been gelada
1: and catch us again for another soundbite very soon